Zero Hours, Catherine Mather. Ow! Zero Hours! Hello and welcome to Zero Hours Podcast with me, Catherine Mather, where I talk to comedians and other creatives, so let's face it, it's just comedians, uh, about <laughs> the best and worst jobs that we've had to do to get by. Today I'm joined by comedian and bartender, Johnny Collins. Hello. Hello, a, a pleasure to be uh, here speaking to you uh, on this New Year's Day, of course. Oh yeah, actually, uh, yeah, the fucking first day of the the twenties. Exactly. It's... Again. <laughs> Where has the time gone? I know, right? Because we don't do pre-records. No, uh, no, this is all live. It is. Yeah, we're sat here. We've we've got the finger foods ready. Yeah, we've got we've got, got massive live studio audience here who are very well behaved. It must be yeah. said. Yeah, incredibly it's, quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yes, which is. So oh, I usually record uh, at the studio where I uh, keep all of my things and sleep um, <laughs> studio apartment is it uh, yeah, it's, uh, a bedroom <laughs> it's in my bedroom uh, but today I have pre-gig uh, which we will be talking about uh, yes. because you can plug it uh, plug the shit out of your do. gig you, at you, the you, end. You, you are too late for this edition of the gig but oh, I can yeah. plug the rest of the, we've got more yeah I, like to say it's happened is an understatement. Uh, it, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it went, oh, we all smashed it. It was fucking great, but it is in the past now, so stop talking about that. It, well, yeah, stand innovation. <laughs> Get with the right. times. <laughs> and so, well, I mean, uh, what, uh, New Year's, uh, New Year, New You, yeah. New Me, New Everyone. What? Uh, what's, what's your New Year's resolution? Uh, my New Year's resolution is to be less shit at booking myself into gigs, because oh. <laughs> the last, like, year, probably longer, well, no, the, the, the last few months I've only really been doing my gig and like the odd one. Uh, so anyway, I want to do more of that. Uh, and also, um, yeah, be better at money. I suppose that's a common one. Like not not spend all, all, all my crap on 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 McDonald's and and junk food. <laughs> uh, that's never going to happen. I, I it makes me happy. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Okay. Fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. Yeah. In the in the immortal words of Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. You only live once. You are, yeah, yolo. <laughs> yeah. It's still still to, still 2012, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, 2012. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> <Can> <laughs> uh, yeah. I think. Um, is. Your uh, your problems with booking gigs does that stem from like uh, is it an organisational thing or is it one of those I do this sometimes where I'm like I don't want to do it anymore and then I don't book anything <laughs> and then by the time that that affects me in three months you you I'm want like, a gig again oh. <laughs> why haven't I got anything booked yeah uh, same yeah more the latter uh, I'm I am quite organised when I've got my mind to it but it mainly stems from me not wanting to do gigs for the sake of doing gigs I'm very picky with the kind of gigs I want to do so yeah. if I know it's going to be a nice gig or like it, uh, I know it's going to be a worthwhile gig I'll book it but I don't tend to book a lot of things that are kind of a bit vague or a bit kind of gong showy or like open mics uh, which obviously are very essential mics to progressing but I've just kind of been like no I refuse to progress either book me for your your big good spot so I'm not going to do any gigs so the entire interview just went alright we won't book you I was like fair enough that makes sense <laughs> oh no that's not what I meant <laughs> so, like, unless, unless like a promoter I, I know uh, I know well but um, wants me for their gig that's mainly the only gigs I do is where someone approaches me for it which yeah. is not a sustainable career <laughs> I think I first met you at, was it Comedy Balloon it was Comedy Balloon yeah it was the first time I'd ever emceed and I apologised no, no, yeah. no, that was fine that, 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 was, that was very good so I remember <laughs> anything about it mind you but I remember you being good <laughs> I just, was I performing or was I just watching I don't remember uh, you were performing yeah. I think that you'd I, I just remember going on and being like a good point well made so anyway <laughs> 
because uh, you were just very much very <laughs> intense. Yes. <laughs> no, I can't, can't fault yeah. it. <laughs> Same. <laughs> very right. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I mean, I suppose we should probably get down uh, to what the people have paid for. Yeah, paid for. Is this a subscription service? <laughs> Absolutely not, no. no. Okay. <laughs> I'm hemorrhaging money, I'll level with you doing this, but that's, we do it because we, we like it, not because we want to make the money. Absolutely, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, what, what's your worst job you've ever done? Worst, well, I've only had um, two... Well, two types of paying job in my life. Um, I'm actually, I actually recently got a new job. I'm working in in the University of Salford, um, which uh, I'm, I'm doing an apprenticeship there. It's essentially just admin stuff. Uh, I've not been there long enough to have any great stories about that yet. But for the time between 2015 and this year, uh, well, last year now, um, yet yesterday, <laughs> uh, I, I have been doing bartending in 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 various different bars. Um, so I've done voluntary work in my like charity shops and events before that, but my only paid, the, the only things that have been funding my, my, my comedy career apart from student loans and, and my over-generous parents, <laughs> but I, I am one of those those privileged middle-class white fucks. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's, uh, it, so. it's I don't know, it's, um, people really respect you, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> the bartending industry. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. It's, 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 yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely considered a, a, a worthwhile job worthy of, of, of mutual respect. And, and mm. uh, oh god, it's fucking awful. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I could take like, as I, I, I've got quite thick skin. I, I can handle, I, I can handle like drunk people being dickheads. Fine. Um, as long as I've got, kind of got management on side, and for my last bar job, that that was mostly the case. I was had a really, uh, really good, uh, good, good manager who I felt kind of respected by, which was nice. But in my first job, which was in 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 a, a popular chain known as Weatherspoons, um, I did nice. uh, certainly towards the beginning of that, uh, I did not feel I had that respect from the management team leader, mm. which is um, yeah, it's a. Uh, when you've got it coming at you from both like your your customers and for management, is it's not ideal. No, no. it's uh, yeah, it's quite difficult. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, that, like, I, I should stress well that 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 did change as I got better at the job. So I think it, it might have just been because I was chasing my job and they were fed up with me. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> <That'll> yeah <be>. <laughs> certainly. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it certainly wasn't wasn't fun. And the 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 staff turnover. I don't know if it's the same in all all uh, all of these bars, but I imagine it's quite a common thing. The staff turnover is incredibly high because they mostly employ sort of part time students. Uh, and then as soon as they're not students, they want they want to fuck off. So I was only there for a year. By the time I left, I was possibly the second longest running member of staff who wasn't in management. Really? Yeah. So oh. I was yeah. Damn. <laughs> Whereabouts was that? Uh, that's the, uh, I was in Manchester. Oh, okay. so, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to name the pub because I don't want people to know. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't want, I don't want, uh, I don't want Tim Martin to, to, to sue me. I mean, I've already said Weatherspoons. He might do. But... Not enough people listen to this. Oh um, no, absolutely. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> we're absolutely yeah, okay. Right. Don't worry oh, about two it. Two seconds. Um, we're recording a podcast in here at the minute, oh. so um, if you can wait in the main bit of the bar in about a half an hour, we'll be ready for you. Nice. Uh, if you want to leave any stuff in here, feel free. Nice. I should say that we're recording this uh, just before a gig. Yes. Um, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I Not just, th- th- this isn't the gig. No, no. no. Uh, although we are on stage. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was near a plug socket. Yeah. I, I should say also that I don't edit this uh, because... That's fine. I, from a stylistic point of view, I like to say it's because uh, I just really like the conversation. Yeah. Uh, but from a, a practical Effort. point of view, <laughs> I don't know how to. Uh, <coughs> Valid. <laughs> Uh, so there we go. Uh, Weatherspoons, they might blue plaque it. 
if you tell them if you tell, <laughs> if you tell them yeah yeah oh <laughs> well, yeah yeah I'm sure they uh, will Johnny Collins works here <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um yeah so is it um where did you go on to from Spoons so yeah the bar I went on to from Spoons uh is a bar which I I, I, I enjoy uh, generally working in um I'm not going to name it because I do still have mates working there okay. and and, uh, and yeah, I may say some some negative things about the the people who go there. So I don't. I mean, if they know who I am, they'll they'll. I mean, yeah, they don't pay attention to me, so I don't think it's going to be an issue. Um, but yeah, it's a really good pub. It's it's part of a brewery chain uh, which works a lot differently to Weatherspoon. So I don't know if uh, anyone's worked in in bars before. Mainly, what you get these days is sort of big corporate chains who own like like like, like Weatherspoons or like um, uh, Nicholson's or uh, Stonegate's, another big one where they sort of um, where they kind of run everything. So like the people who who run the pubs are answering to someone higher up. Uh, the one I worked for was similar but different. So it was part of a brewery chain, but the person who ran the pub was the boss of the pub, and that works in partnership with the brewery who supply all the beer. And we were tied to that brewery, so we couldn't like we couldn't necessarily get our own things in. Um, but in terms of like the staff and like the way that the pub was run, uh, the boss had most of most most of the control over that, which was a lot nicer when it's not coming from like massive sort of corporate management because they like. And you get this in all sectors. You get it when, when like things are managed from so high up that they have no real like understanding of the base level job. Yeah. They're and like you get this, I think uh, Ofsted and teachers are probably a really good example of this. Like people judging uh, like school performances and, and practices for people who haven't taught for like two decades. Yeah. And it's a big I imagine you get it in most most areas of of. Um, yeah. professionalism or like people who are uh, the minister for transport oh yeah absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> never got a bus yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. or like yeah or, 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 or like some of the some of the newly elected mps who've never been to the places they're representing yeah <laughs> what the fuck uh, uh, this entire thing about I, I can't remember the name but like the uh, new mp for durham i want to say uh who who who, uh, who, who 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 is a tory um uh his, his wife apparently got really upset when they won because they weren't expecting to and she really didn't want to move to durham <laughs> so that's, that's what you get oh. small victory oh poor lady. apologies right. to anyone who lives in durham i've never yeah. been there it's probably lovely i guess yeah, yeah I've, just um... not for rich tory cunts mm. um I uh, I heard that apparently the Durham Police Force, due to underfunding, were like, well, we're just not going to... Um, we're not legalising cannabis, but also we're just not going to prosecute <laughs> people. I feel like that's most places, though. I don't think, yeah. like... Unless, like... But I don't think anyone really cares about people doing cannabis necessarily. I don't think no. people necessarily care about people selling it unless you're doing it. Like, if you're doing it right in front of a police station, maybe they'd be like, okay, maybe. Come on, guys. Not do that. But apparently, like, they sort of went on the book saying that. Yeah. And then the applications to Durham University spiked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's genius. That's fucking. Mm, <laughs> yeah. I love that. I mean, it's really difficult to get in because it's a good uni. So yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking that's matter. A, oh, that's a shame. <laughs> Yeah, there's right. a correlation there. Maybe if more places had uh, lapsed views on on, on, on on the possession of cannabis, maybe maybe academic levels would be higher. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I don't, know. don't get a hangover. Do you? Yeah, a no, you don't. <laughs> no, the worst you'll get is maybe slightly dull to all your friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've done spoons. Uh, was yeah. that your first bar job? That was my first bar job. Yeah. So yeah. I did, I was still studying at uni at the time. So I, I initially. It was on a three day week. Uh, I was doing three, yeah, I was doing three days a week. I was doing one weekday and uh, both weekends. I moved to just weekends after Christmas because um, I really hated. I particularly hated doing the early shifts in spoons because 
Day drinkers in spoons are very, very depressing. You know, get people, you get people to the point people are coming in at like eight a.m. for breakfast and having a, 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 having a pint of, of, of bitter with that. And like, obviously, this is a like, alcoholism is a real issue. Um, but yeah, they're all and they're always old white racist men as well who, who you're yeah. just trying to ignore their conversations. And actually, this is one thing I preferred about my old bar because I. Um, Oh, well, I might as well say it. It, it was the Moon Underwater on Deansgate, which if you've been, <laughs> if you've been there, it's, it's massive. Yeah, it's, 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 I think up until recently, it was like um, one of the biggest pubs in, in England, if not the rest of the UK. I think that's been changed now by another Weatherspoon, so it's bigger. <laughs> um, but the good thing about that is you often can just sort of like do your interaction with the customer and then they go sit somewhere else and then you don't have to pay attention to, to them. Whereas, uh, the, whereas the pub I worked in most recently, it was a lot smaller than that. And, and that was kind of nice for, for like chatting with people, but also you can't ignore conversations. Yeah. And I suppose because there was a table that like the old, the, 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 the old white racist men always sit at, uh, which is like right next to the end of the bar as well. Cause they can just sort of, they don't have to get up. They can just sort of yell their order to you from there. And then you can, then you get it to them cause it's easier than arguing. Um, but so yeah, you always do that. Yeah. And then you always just hear the, 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 things, the, the things they say like, oh, back in my day oh, I think people people weren't so easily offended ah a brown person oh, like that kind of thing yeah. <laughs> um, uh, not normally in that voice but it's, <laughs> yeah but it's thing you kind of can't ignore but you also you also can't technically do anything about it because they are most of the clientele like yeah. if it was my own bar I'd probably be a lot straighter on that thing but I can understand why because well, that was primarily the audience it was it was it was all white men some of them were the, some of them were the sweetest people you've ever met and and and, and like they'll, they'll they'll chat to you about about all the things you're doing in your life and be really enthusiastic about everything uh, and maybe slightly racist but generally like very sort of positive and that kind of thing or they'll be like the worst person in the world and yeah just yeah it's never difficult. shut up about yeah in it because you can't be like you're wrong <laughs> no yeah you can't and that's yeah but they are. Yeah, they absolutely are. But I can't refuse them for that because that's going to be a whole like fucking PR thing for the for for, for everyone. Yeah, bloody snowflake. Yeah, and like, but you're the one and who's upset. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, like or not, they are like eighty percent of the bar the, the, of the pub industry's income. So um, yeah, yes. So who is the worst drunk that you've had to deal with? I had a guy throw a chair at me once. Wow. That was fun. Uh, he wasn't even drinking in our pub. He, he came in. He had a um, I want to say Stella. I don't know. He, 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 had like, he had like a can of, of, of cheap lager that he got from a supermarket uh, that was like spilling everywhere all over him. There was like a hole in the bottom of, or something. Uh, and then um, he came in. He just started bothering everyone in the pub, which was fairly frequent where we are. Portland Street's a weird place. Um, that's another clue as to where it is. Um, <laughs> We're narrowing it down. Yeah, narrowing it down. You got the street. I'll, I'll list at the postcode at some point. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he, 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 he came and he was bothering people. Well, essentially, what he wanted is is he wanted he, he wanted a bag to put the rest of his beers in. <laughs> okay. uh, and and uh, I said to him, "Look, you can't be drinking that in here. You've not bought that here." But there's a shop around the corner. That around the corner, they've got they've got bags. They they might uh, they might be able to give you one. Uh, now they, they they I don't think they do do bags, but I wasn't going to tell him that. I was just like, yeah, be, sure. "Be someone else's problem, please." <laughs> um, yeah. And then yeah, he got really angry at me, and then and then just like, like what, what what the fuck are you saying to me? And just like proper squaring up to me so i was like okay and then like i went i went back behind the bar to to uh, ring ring the, my manager to be like yeah we've got, got an issue here and then yeah he, he picked up a chair and he and i say he threw it at me he, he, he threw it 
at the bar where I was, but it didn't actually go any higher than the pumps. So it yeah. left a, it, it left a mark on the bar. That was it. Like he was clearly fucking wasted. Like if it, I I would, I would have been more worried if he was trying to hurt someone else in the bar because he would have been more likely to hit me. So yeah, yeah it wasn't really that. And then yeah, he left after that and yeah. never saw him again. Well, that was. I mean, at least he left. Yeah. It could have been worse if he started throwing more. Yeah, the main issues we get, like when, when this was random was off street, it's fine. But when we've got booked functions, we turn out to be dickheads. I, I wasn't working this time actually, but um, yeah, we had uh, we had we, we had this group uh, uh, book our upstairs room for a private function. They weren't they we didn't ask too many questions. That happens all the time. A lot of people do a lot of offices, uh, and then it, and then long story short, it turned out they were neo Nazis. Oh my They were God. part of a group called uh, Proud Boys UK. Okay, which you know, I mean, to be fair, if if that was just the name of it, it would have been like, oh, it's a fucking gay group or something. You know? <laughs> and like, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, well, yeah, welcome then. But yeah, no, and they started like proper like fucking uh, ZK thing. And apparently in the bar, I wasn't here for this one. This is all secondhand information. Um, but yeah, so and um, yeah, so they were promptly kicked out. But so but yeah, when when, when 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 yeah, when they book the room, it's a lot harder to get them out. And then we you get like the old like particularly around uh, around this time of year when you when you've got like Christmas parties which go on till about February sometimes. Um, yeah, a lot of people who who don't know how don't know how to handle their drink normally because they don't drink the rest of the year. And then yeah, just like get like probably like, like sort of dancing on tables, like chucking shit everywhere, and just being like, well, why why are you allowed that? Yeah, I I work in a theatre and we get that, but it's like That's bizarre. Yeah. What 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 theatre? Uh, well, I won't specify which one, but it is okay. in Soho. Well, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, like because they they're like I'm not that kind of person. Yeah, because they're not most of the Depends, year. Yeah, are. I mean, yeah, the Soho Theatre is a weird one. I've only, I mean, I've only been to the small room there, so I don't know what kind of things they normally have on. But they, yeah, they, I know they do a lot of comedy in the smaller room. Yeah, they do um, a comedy. Oh, it's not yeah. that kind of theatre. Yeah, yeah, it's not. <laughs> it really yeah, about to say yeah, that's like yeah, that's like fucking yeah, it's basically a, a slightly. It's just the comedy store, but not the comedy store. Yeah, but nice. <laughs> yeah, 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 nicer than the comedy store. Yeah, no one Apologies will Apologies to, to anyone who, who likes the comedy store. Yeah, uh, in London. No one will call you a cunt and we book women, so. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> but, I mean, seriously, look at the comedy store's fucking lineups. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. No. London, I should say, not Manchester. To be fair, Manchester one isn't much better. They, we, I think this year they had their, I think... I don't know if it was like International Women's Day or something, but they for the first time since their existence, they had an all an all woman lineup on on like one of the sat one of the weekend shows, and like for a club that's been going since I don't know how long the Manchester one's been there, but like the the, the London one since like the eighties. So yeah. I think I think the I think seventy nine might have been the very first one before there was like a proper venue, right? And and it started in the eighties, like right in the whole boom of alternative comedy as well, which like yeah. a big part of that that's often overlooked was was. Um, was uh, you got people like um, you got people like Rick Mail, I, I like actively like refusing to work unless uh, unless the women the women on the show were paid paid the same, yeah, like, um, kind of thing. And yeah, but still, just like the first time they've ever uh, put an all on a women lineup on on a, an industry which has a lot of women comedians. Yeah, and it's so patronising when they're yeah. like, look, look for International oh. Women's Day, we're doing all women. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, it was like, oh, I, 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 we, we just book funny people. We don't, we don't, we don't discriminate by gender. And it's like, yeah, is that why you've got like the four, the, 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 the four bald white men in glasses? <laughs> yeah, like for the fifth time in a row. Yeah, you know what? Those guys are funny. They're like, yeah. they, they're great. But also, there are people that aren't. That. Yeah, exactly. That's part of the reason why I wanted to, what, 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 what wanted to start this night because I think it was. Um, 
Yeah, it was like either the Comedy Store or like, or like uh, Hot Water or one of them, and I just kept seeing adverts for it, and it was just uh, always always great comedians, but always like the posters were just like four interchangeable white men who like could have been the same person in different wigs, kind <laughs> of thing. Yeah, and I just like it just got to a point like event eventually you gotta just be like, Look, do you want to maybe just like uh, just 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 start with women maybe like yeah. like I'm yeah. not asking you to have like have have like everyone like. It's not a difficult thing to ask. Like it's about fifty percent of the population, and it's a quite a bit. There's there's loads of uh, female comedians on the circuit at this point. Like, yeah, I think it's really weird that it like it drops off as soon as you get into the pro circuit. So on open mm. mic, there are so many women. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And then there's just um, not no progression. Yeah, because I well, suppose like, yeah. If but, yeah. Well, it's just if you want to get on the comedy show, you've got to do a gong show. Yeah, and the gong shows are awful, and they're not. I don't. There's, I don't even know if this is particularly a gender thing, but I think particularly more men do better at, 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 at uh, the, particularly the comedy stores gong show because it's a very specific. There's a very specific type of comedian who does well, and they're usually men, not always. Um, but yeah, they're always, always generally quite kind of aggro, very kind of laddie. They do. They tend to do quite well. Uh, like I think every time I've every time I've I've been to either watch or do the gong there, it's been the same kind of person who's won it. Mm-hmm. And it's not always. It is a bit of a gamble. Sometimes it does depend on your audience. But yeah, it's not a, like I've seen fantastic acts do terribly at those gong shows, and I've seen some not great acts might win. And yeah. then yeah, it's, it's not an accurate. Like yeah, particularly the comedy store one. There's other gong shows that are kind of alright. Frog and Bucket one isn't too bad. That 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 one's a bit fairer I'd say but I think yeah the kind of people yeah. who win the comedy store are a very specific type of person yeah I think the comedy uh, the frog and bucket is very much aimed at mm. Uh, every, let's all just uh, enjoy this evening. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's you know, yeah, this, this is a competition. Um, if you, yeah, obviously, if someone's doing terribly, like, like feel free to feel free to go off. But the, the, yeah, but like the comedy store will book like fifty comedians, and then the MC will be like, uh, we don't have time to see all of these. If, if if you don't like the look of one of them, kick them off. Yeah, and I just. And then you can't. And it's such it. a hostile atmosphere. <laughs> Six months is yeah. nothing, then you can And also, like, the people months. who win it, they doesn't necessarily do much for their career. No. Like, there's plenty of other ways to get, like, to progress in that kind of thing. Just be good. Yeah. To keep being good. Be good. Like, it's a way of getting seen, but also, yeah, a lot of it's just being at the right gig at the right time. It doesn't have to be a gong show. You could be anywhere and just be seen by another promoter, and then word of mouth spreads. Yeah. You get places, but my um my favourite frog and bucket gong show moment was there was this fella who'd been heckling the whole night. Uh, it was just awful. Uh, and then I think uh, the MC was did a all right then. Why don't you come up and have a go? Like the night. Oh, I've, I've seen one of them as well. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. That, that 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 was that was a really good moment actually. Oh, and he just got up and he was like, "So what about them Asians, eh?" <laughs> and like the lights went up, everyone started booing. They yeah. were just honking the get off on. <laughs> the, the tech started playing the music. <laughs> Purity came and I dragged yeah. it up. Oh. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll give them that. Occasionally, yeah, the the, the 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 comedy story is incredibly good at dealing with hecklers, as a general rule I've seen. Yeah, that uh, was uh, Frog and Bucket there. Mm. Oh, was that Frog and Bucket? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, uh, oh, it's a beautiful moment of everyone coming together in a yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Fair play to them. Yeah. So, well, I suppose comedy. Comedy is a job yeah. as well. Uh, we're aiming for it. But, yeah, uh, was... it's definitely not a job for me. I I, I, I consistently lose money on this gig. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but uh, less than I was expecting, so it's fine. Oh, that's good then. I mean, it's you don't start playing golf to win the Open, do you? No, exactly. That, that's what a fucking metaphor. I love it. Uh, yeah. No, no, you don't. Yeah, that's a very good point. So, but uh, like best and worst gigs, then I suppose. Okay. Um, that you do. 
Oh yeah, this is <laughs> definitely should have prepared something for this because I think of loads of bad ones. Um, oh, just give them yeah, a yeah. One of the, yeah, <laughs> uh, one that jumps to mind was oh, I can't it was like sort of like towards the end of 2015, I think. Um, it was I just done a run of gigs uh, for uh, Mind, but like it was a fundraising thing. Um, did like uh, four days of that in a row, uh, oh, sort of varying audience, varying quality. Um, they were charging like 15 quid on the door, which for well, they had, they had someone at my level at the time booked it, so it sort of gives an idea of the kind of level. It was a good night, but like not 15 quid yeah. per head, uh, especially if it's like a charity fundraiser as well. Like, um, so yeah, it was a yeah, kind of mixed bag with that, but yeah, they, they, they were generally good gigs, but it's like the only time I've really ever sort of done a run of gigs. And then the day after the last one of that, I just had I was just booked into an open mic that, that a mate ran um, in North London that doesn't exist anymore. Can't remember what it was called. Um, but yeah, um, and uh, I love the guy who runs it. He's, 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 he's an absolute sweetheart. But yeah, there were there was like no one there. There was like one drunk guy who started talking to us upstairs and sort of followed us downstairs when we went down there. And then there was just like a few other acts. Um, and then yeah, like I think I was either the first or second act on. And then I did my opening bit. And then like about another like twenty seconds of it. And then I just looked up and just like like. Every like the the the, the 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 people in front were just sort of staring at their phones. No one's paying attention to the stage. Uh, and then yeah, then just like guy being like just like chatting and being a dick at the back. And I was just uh, this is the only time I've ever like walked off stage. So I was just so sort of like, do you know what? I, I I fuck this. I'm not doing. That. And just which we walked out like after oh, doing no. like a minute of my set. <laughs> Uh, and like it, 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 it was an it was an act checking his phone and like normally if it, if an act sort of like sat at the back um sort of doing a bit of admin or or whatever I don't really care but when you're right in the front row when you could, there's not many people in that's just really fucking rude. It is, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's all like I always at those kind of gigs laugh hard and loud. Uh, yeah, I always do as well. <laughs> like there's there, there, there's so many um because I, I I did comedy writing performance at university and look where it's got me. Um, and yeah, a lot a lot of. Uh, a lot of early videos I took of a lot of my course mates because I was like the only of camera so I always offered when I was at a gig because I was like yeah might as well um, yeah you just hear me holding the camera laughing way louder than anyone else at stuff that it's just the stuff that sounded like it should have been a joke yeah and, you've got to give something yeah, back right? yeah and then that makes the night lovely. yeah absolutely and I always did that but then yeah looking back on the videos like years later I'm just like fuck that laugh's annoying <laughs> just right behind the camera as well so it's like and yeah it sounds really forced yeah oh my god I shouldn't have supported those jokes they were awful yeah. there's actually a video of um, I don't know if you know Stephen Lawson uh, I don't know. no uh, he's um, he's uh, fairly big on YouTube at the minute he doesn't, I don't think he does much stand up these days but he uh, when he was getting me on YouTube he uploaded one of his old stand up videos from his first year which, uh, which I filmed uh, and and um, all the comments on that were like criticizing uh, the person's laugh who was oh. holding the camera. <laughs> and I was looking at the comments going, oh, that was me. That's good. <laughs> oh, was, my uh, feelings. So annoying. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. well, one person found it funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I'm technically YouTube famous, but not by name, and it's not on my own channel. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. So, uh, well, best jobs. Um, Best of, yeah, I'm really enjoying the one, the, the one I've got so far. Um, <laughs> I've only been there a few weeks, we'll see how that goes on. But yeah, it's nice. Like, particularly, um, one thing I didn't mention when doing service industry jobs is it does, they're not very accommodating with stand-up because they're usually evening shifts or weekend shifts. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of prefer that because I'm not an early... I'm not an early person, but it also means if I wanted to do a gig, I'd have to specifically book time off for it. I couldn't just be like, oh, I've got a gig this night. 
worst case scenario, I leave a bit early and then make up the hours. Like on the weekend with this job, I can do that and it's really handy. And everyone's everyone's been really supportive uh, of, of 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 the gig. Um, which also, yeah, a good point to plug it. Uh, we've actually been nominated for the uh, Manchester City Life Awards for, 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 for best comedy club, Ooh. which everyone at my work has has voted for us for. Well, I assume they voted for us. They, they, I asked them to vote and and they said they did. I don't think I specified who to vote for. So yeah, <laughs> assume it, yeah. Um, but yeah, if, yeah, uh, votes for that are actually open till the twentieth of January. So um, you, you will have time to vote after hearing this, assuming you hear it when it comes out. Because why wouldn't you? Like, yeah, sure. Yeah, you fuck wouldn't want to miss it. Get it as soon as possible. Yeah, fuck all um, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, do you want to say the name of the? That'd be handy, wouldn't it? Yeah. It is. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it is Blizzard Comedy. To find the uh, to, to vote, it's on. Um, if you Google uh, uh, men. Um, uh, City Life Awards 2019 or 2020, I think it's 2019. Um, yeah, you can you, 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 you can find it through that, and then there'll, there'll be like a list of all the nominees, and then at the bottom there's a form you can fill in a few different categories. You don't need to vote in all of them; just vote for like, as many or few as you want, and then you can uh, you can submit that. Yeah. So, so also, I suppose while well, while we're talking about your yeah. comedy night, uh, it is it's one of the nice ones. It? it is one so, of the nice ones. So That's nice my only ones It's one of the nice ones they got now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking okay. like, snowflakes. <laughs> yeah. What, but to, um, I mean, I've been chatting about this uh, yeah. a bit recently. Like, why Why did you make a nice one? Why did I make a nice one? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because uh, I, wanted to, I, want, I like doing nice ones, is the, is, is the long and short of it. I, um, I mean, I'd had the idea for a while, and then it was after I did Quantum Leopard in London for like the first or second time. So wonderful. Which is, yeah, uh, which is kind of what I modelled the night on. And I was just kind of like, this is like, sort of made me realise that this is a kind of viable thing. And Manchester didn't really have anything quite like it. And Manchester has a load of really nice gigs. Uh, Excess Malarkey, which has been running for nearly as long as I've been alive, is, is an absolutely wonderful gig. Um, that. Yeah, has is always really nice to do. Always has a really lovely audience, but it was nothing that kind of had explicitly the same kind of policy that that the uh, Quantum Leopard does of, of like sort of like an explicit upfront ban on like anything racist, sexist, homophobic, uh, and all that kind of stuff. Which most comedy clubs will sort of have implicitly. Like if you like if 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 if, if you start getting up and, and doing hate speech, the the comedy store might be like, yeah, maybe fuck off. Uh, yeah. But they don't kind of, um, but they don't kind of necessarily put that up front to the audience and. Um, a lot of people, I know, I know a lot of friends with various like levels of anxiety and mental health and stuff. I know a lot of reason they avoid comedy clubs because they don't know what they're going to get. Particularly open mic nights, they have no like the reason. Part of the reason I stopped doing open mic nights is because I was so fed up of 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 edgy white boys doing just Red doing jokes. Yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I just had like a policy of that. I um, adopted the quantum level policy of getting consent for audience interaction before the gig. I think that's a really nice one. I mean, I don't do audience interaction myself anyway because uh, I don't I don't do stand up comedy to listen to people who aren't me talking. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> as a joke, but as a joke, if I'm a back I was like, that's fine. But yeah, just get sort of con- like uh, just, um, they they can get a sticker on the door that essentially means that if they're wearing a sticker that they've consented to uh, be spoken to if 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 that's going to be part of the set. Yeah, I think that is such a good idea it's because a really good even as as someone who is quite outgoing yeah. and, and a comedian, yeah. if I'm com- if I go out to watch mm. comedy and I've had a couple of pints and I'm drunk, you don't really want it. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be dragged up on stage no. and dressed like where's Wally. <laughs> like, I just, just here to have a nice time. Whereas who does that routine? That sounds fun. <laughs> I don't know. 
I've done similar stuff. Probably just, a white man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was, there was a white guy who got me on stage. It was a hammered. And I was like, I can't make any of this better. Uh, how, 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 how awkward is that, particularly in like smaller gigs when like when like it's mostly comedians in the audience and someone and someone's like, no, I need a volunteer to get on stage. And like everyone's going to be like, I've already, I've either already done a set or I'm about to. I don't want to go on stage now. Yeah. <laughs> and like, where are you from? And you're like, oh, yeah. so that's my yeah, old Yeah, I'm going to cover this very, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's uh, I, yeah, I think it's a really good idea, and I just I don't understand why people because people are against that as an Absolutely. idea. And I don't a, get it. Yeah, it's such a weird thing. Like you get because um, there's a night that I don't know exactly when it started, but uh, comedy unleashed in London, which is kind of the antithesis of like Quantum Leopard and Blizzard and, and like uh, other good nights. Like um, there's uh, 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 Lowell's in Leeds as well, have a similar policy. But they, 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 their like, whole kind of thing is is, is uh, a free speech comedy, and they, and they, they they get this angle of like they're somehow playing like the oppressed underdogs who like aren't being aren't being permitted to do uh, 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 to do these things and say all these jokes. And it's like you know, you are aware, like they're, they're always. And, and free speech just means being, you know, racist, being transphobic, being homophobic, kind of thing. That it's never, uh, it's never a case of really defending free speech. Uh, I've I've noticed because um, I don't, there aren't, I don't know any comedians who are necessarily anti-free speech. There's just loads of audiences who don't find racism, sexism, homophobia, and transphobia funny, and there's nothing that really targets them as an audience. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Like, there's definitely an audience for like nights like comedy on least as much as I hate to admit it. There's, uh, but it's weird to me that they're coming from like this position of of they're playing the underdogs when like they're often very pro Tory. Just because I know it's not it's not outwardly a political night, but like the kind of people like if you if you're doing like a night where the whole thing is free speech and we're not gonna we're not gonna censor any acts like people of color, women. Uh, homosexual uh well lgbt people they're not going to want to do the gig because they're going to be subjected to that so even though you have an outwardly ban hello uh we are not we're doing a podcast at the minute we'll be starting okay. yeah i'll be doing you in about 10 minutes, minutes. That's fine. Yeah. also hello how are you doing hey. oh, sorry. um uh yes yeah, so um what was i saying um yeah so yeah the, the, even though it's not outwardly a political one it um it ends up having it ends up being that way just implicitly because like generally it's people leaning towards the right who are going to want to do and watch those gigs in the same way okay i was going to say in the same way we're not explicitly a lefty gig although we are but um, <laughs> like we don't necessarily explicitly say anywhere on, on, on our inclusion policy that that, that that we are left-wing it's just that that's the kind of people it does attract yeah. uh, and i find it really annoying when people when like the people come to at least try and say that they're not that like their gig isn't influenced by politics or they don't limit it by politics because that that in itself is a political thing that, that I don't know. It annoys yeah. me that I can't see that. And equally, I think it annoys me that a lot of uh, comedians are, are very much of the um, if you're uh, right wing, you're a racist bigot. Like, I think. Yeah, that, there's definitely a little bit of that. Yeah, just because somebody has a different opinion to you does not mean that. No, no, absolutely. Wrong. So. No, but I think it's very telling at the minute that all the people who do. Who like are biggest and doing those kind of jokes will align themselves with the right, and I think yeah. the right aren't doing much to necessarily um, combat that thing. Like like um, like Britain First have openly openly come out in support of Boris Johnson, and yeah. that's not ringing alarm bells for anyone apparently. Yeah, like a lot of old Tories are out against Boris Johnson because of this, but that they're, they're like more popular than they've been in like 
a good like 30 years or so yeah and that's really concerning yeah it's uh it's terrible it makes me very sad so i just don't read the news yeah. because i can't do anything about that's, it that's a reason i think i'm not being in the pub anymore because when i was in the pub uh we we had tvs but we didn't we didn't show sports or anything so it was just always bbc oh. news and like when the pub was quiet that's just all i could see and take in oh, <laughs> uh, and yeah the last yeah the last year's been a fun one yeah <laughs> Oh god, it's been awful. I always think that like when we're in the nuclear bunker underground, yeah, uh, and my <laughs> grandchildren are like, "But why didn't you see this coming?" And we're like, "Oh, oh, honey, we did see it coming." Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> it all we could. It was awful. Uh, anyway, I mean the the like the crowds are at the door, so I kind of feel like we should yeah, call it. Yeah, that's fine. Well, we've done about uh, like thirty five minutes. Up. Is that we you, have? You, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, it's perfect. Cool. Um, so I mean, I was going to say, is there anything you want to plug? We've been, we've been plugging <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah, we've been plugging this. <laughs> oh, so yeah, so you have uh, uh, Blizzard comedy in the Manchester City Life Awards. We'd really be really grateful if you'd. Uh, uh, if you'd vote for that uh if you are in manchester we have a show on the 13th of january which is uh a edinburgh preview from harriet dyer uh, a very early one i would say is a work in progress but oh, we I have love harriet, harriet dyer. Dyer's fucking so great yeah uh, it's work in progress and it also it's a free entry gig i should stress as well and we've also got jack carroll and pete selwood have got a show called impairment for the leicester fringe that they're doing like a last minute preview of uh yeah all, all, all this is free we do, we do a bucket collection at the end um for this preview show all the bucket collection is going to the acts as well um or we've also got uh, at the end of January we've got our normal show with Eleanor Morton headlining, um, which again is the same thing. It's it's, it's a, a free entry gig. We run entirely of crowdfunding and donations. If you want to support us on Patreon or PayPal, you can. We really appreciate that. Uh, we always make sure we pay all of our acts. Uh, um, we don't have a high budget, so it's not for nothing. It's not loads, but it's sort of more than you'd get at most middle spot gigs. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, and just yeah, follow, follow us on on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And what's the venue? It's at. It's at Gulliver's Northern Quarter in Manchester. So if you don't, don't live in Manchester, don't nest. Yeah, if you don't live in beautiful distance of Manchester. Uh, it's not worth booking a day off for. Uh, <laughs> if, if you do live nearby and you're not doing anything, it's it's a, it's a good gig. Yeah, wonderful promotion. <laughs> <laughs> yes. good, this you. is why I'm not in charge of the social media. <laughs> uh, happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Woo, but that's my party yeah. popper thing. <laughs>